Oh, it's you. Hello. Welcome to Micro 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 Where we talk about stuff that's on our weird little minds. Hey, everybody, this is Mac and Peter. Hey, we're here for a micro movie ball episode. We're just going to talk about The Simpsons here. This is like one of our favorite episodes. Uh, there's a lot. I don't know if we can call this our favorite one, but it's one of one of many. Uh, I think seasons four through like nine or ten are just like golden for oh, The yeah. Simpsons. There's so like every episode, at least four through eight, every episode is like classic. Well, it's so funny because you turn on some of them and you're just like, man, there's like six, seven, eight things in this one episode that I quote <laughs> all the time or something. And you, you just forget how many things in a single episode were just brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about this one. This one is if you're, you you want to follow along and you easy, The Simpsons are easily accessible to find everywhere. It's season seven, episode 21, 22 short films about Springfield. So Peter, take it away. So this episode aired August 18th, 1996 for oh. the first time. I forgot to say. Yeah. Don't. Spoiler. Don't. Spoilers. Yep. Spoilers. Because we are going <laughs> to. On a 22 year old uh, episode. <laughs> we are going to step through the whole thing, sort of. So we're just going to just casually talk about why we like this. So this is the fourth episode in the series with an on screen title card besides the Treehouse of Horror series. Oh, was that right? Yeah. So they, this, oh, yeah, this one actually has a title card for the episode. They, they don't normally do that. So uh, the title of this episode is a play off of the 1993 biography, 32 short films about Glenn Gould. This was a collection of vignettes about his life, work, and character, which is included in Steven Schneider's 1001 Movies You Must See Before You Die. Okay. So I did, actually did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know. I don't know a whole lot about biographies, if I'm honest, and I did not know that this was based off of a biography. I didn't know either. I figured it was in reference to something because it's the well, title's too uh, specific. But well, like, every, did you listen to the commentary? I didn't. Okay, no. so the guy who is the head writer for this episode, there's about 15 writers on it because obviously it's a bunch of different stories, and some of them got cut. He said he's never he he heard of the film, but to sound like artsy fartsy, made that title, but he never actually watched the film. <laughs> <laughs> so that's funny. Yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the episode has, from what I could discern, this episode has other than the loose like the way the stories are told and stuff and then the title has nothing to do with the biography so <laughs> Uh, so this one opens up on Bart and Milhouse on an overpass, uh, spitting on cars that are passing under. Bart asks Milhouse if he ever thinks about the people in the cars. And he says no, because it makes it harder to spit on them, <laughs> which is great. That's a great little line. Uh, Bart says he wonders about all the people in this town and wonders if anything ever interesting happens to them. He thinks there must be thousands of great stories out there. <laughs> and so we cut to the title card. Uh, 22 short films about Springfield. Yeah. Uh, so we cut back to Milhouse squirting mustard on a convertible he saw <laughs> going under the overpass. <laughs> and Bert says he needs some sugar. And <laughs> they head into the Quickie Mart. Uh, we hear Sanjay talking to Apu, convincing him to go to a party, to which Apu says, serving the customer is merriment enough for me. <laughs> and Bart pays on his way out, and Apu gets all excited to get the payment and tells them, thank you, come again. <laughs> and, uh, so... I- 
Yeah, what, what do you like okay, about Okay, so this one is the uh, Apu and Jolly Bengali. Yeah, so, well, Apu f- agrees to go to the party, yeah. and he says, for the next five minutes, I'm going to party like it's on sale for $19.99. <laughs> Which I think is a great <laughs> and line. And then we get the title card. a great card, line. Apu and the Jolly Bengali. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you know that there's a song that goes with that that they cut? No. Okay, so it's on the deleted scenes of the DVD. What's well, actually, yeah, it is. It's on the deleted scenes. You can actually see the animation, but if you just want to hear the song, it's on YouTube. Just oh. look up Apu and Jolly Bengali. Yeah. And it's great. It's like a little jingle. I might throw it in right here. cool it's funny i have the dvd and that's how i've you know that's how we were watching this and it's just funny that like i i never bothered to look at the scenes or anything if i'm honest yeah i like some of the stuff because i mean some of that's the thing about deleted scenes like some of the stuff's not worth looking up it's like yeah that was cut for a reason and then it's like oh man that would have been cool to see that yeah that would have been funny or it's at least nice to know that it was there so So we get a quick little uh thing of apu going to the party he eats a hot dog dances with a girl has relations with her and then leaves (laughs) but just all of it's you know really comical like the no time to cook you can plump in my stomach he downs a beer plump in my stomach I quote this episode so much, and some people get it, and some yeah. people don't. So no, don't, don't worry, I'll tell it's everyone you're untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell everyone you're untouchable. Uh, oh, this no. is like a barometer if you can be my friend or not. <laughs> <laughs> so he heads back to the Quickie Mart. He sees Mole Man in there. Uh, he made it with one minute to spare, but uh, he says, "You owe me four minutes of my life back." And then he says, yeah. "Oh, I'd only waste them anyway." <laughs> yeah, I love he when he's dancing on there. He does the Freakazoid song, yeah, which I love that song because. <laughs> I just heard it growing up and yeah. it was like i am the freak so come on and wind me up it's so and good. that's all he does and then he's just like oh let's get out of here let's get out of here <laughs> he's like we're done he's like i partied a little bit and then so we uh we zoom in i like the way they do some of the cuts between the little stories in this though oh yeah zooms in on a radio playing back at the quickie mart and then yeah. that zooms out of a radio playing back at the simpsons house with marge yes. in the kitchen there so the director was saying that that was like the hardest part is linking all the scenes together because uh, they wanted to link the, some of yeah. it was done in the writing like yeah. it was like okay so this goes from here to there and then some of it they had to get creative i think they work pretty them. well yeah yeah we could all, sit all here and like done. link all the scenes together but just watch the episode yeah, it's, pretty it's pretty cool good. yeah so then we end up seeing uh, I, I love lisa she grabs a, a can a beer can <laughs> that homer threw at a miracle grow guy on tv and she, she asks if she can recycle it which is just weird to me okay it's like, so who cares just go recycle I, it i said i didn't get anything from the commentary but they said <laughs> that's from a marge's cut story okay like marge had a story and she was perturbed about something and so when she goes Ugh, it had something to do with a, a her her little short story that never made that didn't it. make it in but what i love about getting back to the radio ad yeah when it cuts to the simpsons inside the simpsons house it goes uh guard your ears <laughs> with gormans yeah gormans ear guards <laughs> guard your ears it just yells at you it's like okay i thanks. love that they do that, that gag funny. a couple of different times yeah in the simpsons where they like are shouting it's like <laughs> is that something wrong with your hearing it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good <laughs> it's good yeah. stuff so Lisa goes out, she gets gum in her hair, uh, and when she comes back in, I just love, so Bart f- rides by on a skateboard and flings gum, and it just goes in her hair, and she runs back in, Mom, I got gum in my I, hair, and she's like, are you sure? Maybe it's just shampoo. That washes right out. That's something <laughs> what Marge that? would say. Like, you sure it's not shampoo? shampoo oh yeah, somebody right just out. threw shampoo in my hair on yeah, the street. Yeah, good, good one, Mom. And I love that it's Bart, and he didn't even <laughs> just, know that he did just it. Randomly, it's just random. just <laughs> as he rides by, <laughs> just... 
chucks it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, so they, they try some crazy things to get it out with peanut butter at first. Doesn't work. They try nope. mayonnaise. She goes sit in the sun to let it melt in. She gets swarmed by bees and then goes back inside. Yeah. We cut. We follow now one of the cut scenes. We follow a bee <laughs> onto Smithers <laughs> while he is uh, Smithers and Mr. Burns are on a bike like bicycle built for two, a tandem. And uh, they're, you know, Smithers, of course, is doing all of the uh, the biking, <laughs> the bicycling. And uh, so Smithers gets the bee stuck between his glasses and his eyeball and he says he's allergic to bee stings they cause me to uh die, die. <laughs> i just love that line delivery that caused me to uh it's die. so good and i love how he's on the bike when he gets stung yeah so he's he gets just stung. like he's just like wavering he's just hunkered over and his tongue's hanging out of the animation's like so good I, I, I love it I yeah it's expressive it. with being it's, simple it really is it really <laughs> is funny and then so mr burns just starts yelling at him to pedal to the hospital but they get to the hospital and he falls over and there's a line here I always quote. He falls over, though. The doctors come out, take Mr. <laughs> Burns away on a gurney, and leave Smithers. And Dr. Nick comes walking by, and he's, holy smokes, you need booze. He I just throws change at him. <laughs> no one knows what they're talking about. Change. When I see somebody who's tired, I'm like, holy smokes, you, <laughs> you need, need booze. <laughs> Dr. Nick is one of my favorite characters from The Simpsons. And so that leads into a whole Dr. Nick thing where he's oh, getting reviewed by the board to get uh, you know, as a quack. This might be my favorite one. I don't know. And this one, this whole thing doesn't even even make sense which is why it's all the <laughs> but so he's getting like reviewed for malpractice or whatever by the board but then someone is uh, uh, wanting to talk to a quack or demanding a quack and so dr nick you know gets all like proud like oh, I'll, t- I'll do that That's yeah me. well i love this because he's like talking to the board Phil Hartman is the head of the board, which I didn't realize that. But that's what it says in the director's commentary. And he's like, I did operation with a knife and a fork, Dr. Nick. And he's like, I cleaned them with my napkin. And he's like, <laughs> what's he's wrong like, with that? He's like, what's <laughs> He's like, and you also misused the cadavers. And he's like, I get here earlier when I drive in the carpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like using the bodies in the car. And then somebody busts in demanding a quack. And I love he goes, because his catchphrase is, hi, everybody. Yeah. Like, he does that. <laughs> well, when he comes in, he's all serious. He's like, hi, everybody. Like, yeah, he's, he's like all like serious tones. It's, it turns in, and I love because it's like the serious like hospital drama music kicks in. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like ER or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so good. And then, uh, so it's it's Abe Simpson, and he's like waving around, demanding to see a quack, and he's like saying all these things that are wrong with them, and he says, slow down, sir. You're going to give yourself skin failure. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, this since you have to, or the, the symptoms you have described, not Simpsons, uh, you have described uh, point to a bonus eruptus. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> yes, where the skeleton tries to leap out the mouth and escape the body. <laughs> I say that one all the time, yeah. too. Yeah, I do, too. No one knows what I'm talking like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, anyway, he ends up, you know, being a quack. And Capacimator. <laughs> I don't know what else you want to say about this scene. Oh, it's just brilliant. It's a great scene. It's, I just it's probably my favorite one. He takes a lamp apart. And he takes the wires and he just shocks grandpa. Because the, the funny part is, is like, there's a kook out there waving a scalpel demanding a quack. And you're like, who could it be? And of course, it's Grandpa Simpson. So it's of great course. that it's Grandpa Simpson's, uh, Simpson. And he's like getting shocked by it, like the lamp stuff. And he's like, keep doing this every five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then this one, the, the lead out to the next scene is that the lights are flickering because he's shocking him with the lamp. And so we cut to Moe's Tavern and the light bulb's flickering and Moe's tapping on it. Yeah. And, uh, so Moe tells Barney that he got the results back from NASA about his bar tab. He owes him $14 billion. So Barney gives him 2000 He's like, eh, it's halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> 
and then Snake comes in to rob the place. Mo goes like running through a tunnel. He says he's behind three inches of bulletproof glass. Do your worst. And he's like, <laughs> all right. And he just like Snake just no, grabs don't the money. Stay out of there. <laughs> yeah. No, no, get out of there. But then I just I love hearing that Snake goes goodbye student loan payments. <laughs> like he went to why, college. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he's robbing the place because he's totally intending to pay back the student loan payments. Oh, what? Anyway, what the best part is is that he has. <laughs> The funny part is he's got a real college shirt on uh, later on when he's driving around. I didn't. I forget which that. college it is, but it's an actual school. That's it's, funny. It's, it's like a. It's not prestigious, but it's a. It's a higher end school that he's in. It's like pretty a Ivy League or something. It's like, not quite Ivy League, yeah. but uh, that's funny. It's funny. So you, we'll we'll catch it here later. So on. this next scene is hilarious. I don't have too many notes on it because this was a whole internet meme. At yeah, one point, this but... is like blown up on the internet, which I love this. But it, yeah, so it's it just it cuts to Chalmers, uh, Superintendent Chalmers, Super Nintendo Chalmers, uh, going to Skinner's <laughs> house Nintendo for a luncheon. Skinner's burned the roast. He gets the idea to purchase fast food disguised as his own. He gets caught leaving out the window. We get a little opening ditty for like a '90s TV show about oh, Skinner and it. Chalmers. So Skinner. <laughs> I, I don't know. My my favorite thing about all this are the steamed hams. We use that phrase all the time. Mm, steamed hams. And then the Aurora Borealis. <laughs> oh, that's the best line at this time of year at this time of day in this part of the country Located localized entirely within your kitchen exactly yes may i see it no no and then just that the house is on fire no mother it's just the northern lights it's just the northern lights help in the background this is a funny skit but i don't know why this is like this one is like particularly like focused in on all of a sudden out of nowhere I, people love this one online i mean it's funny it's don't fun, get me it's wrong funny. but i don't know that it's funnier than anything else in the show i mean to me exactly it's it's funny it's, it's very strange it's definitely one of the better little sketches sketches in this show i don't know but uh, yeah I, I don't know why everybody latched onto this one but i do like the steamed hams and yeah. like, oh, despite yeah. they are obviously mm. grilled <laughs> yeah the, okay. well it's funny because this episode it talks about hamburgers like three separate times yeah yeah so anyway it's just interesting to know another thing from the commentary. So then uh, the cut into the next one is we see the fire department come into his house because it's on fire. And we see Homer on the street with Maggie and Santa's little helper. Uh, Homer goes to buy a newspaper because it says there's going to be a donut tax. And what? <laughs> accidentally slips Maggie into the uh, the like <laughs> newsstand thing. And uh, if you guys out there remember newsstand yeah do you, you guys know, know what, what newspapers are? are google it i love that the newspaper says dead beat dad beat dead yes that's what i was gonna <laughs> say and then uh he he tries to write a note in cheese whiz <laughs> which says that it's called cheesy does it cheesy does it that's yep. so good and he puts it on the dog's oh, collar and tells him to go get help that should have been the name of our podcast <laughs> cheesy does cheesy does it Oh well. oh, well. We lose again. <laughs> and then the dog just eats the cheese, of course. And, you know, oh, stupid dog. And uh, so he ends up just taking Maggie home in the thing, you know, because he couldn't have just got a quarter from somewhere if he's just going to take it. Whatever. It's funny. <laughs> so <laughs> then we cut to uh, Krusty Burger uh, with, with the cops, with Chief Wiggum and the cops eating. And we just get a rip off of the Pulp Fiction scene here that everybody should probably recognize. Yeah. But um, it is pretty funny. It's, you know, just... Just the crusty, partially gelatinated, yeah. car, uh, uh, what was it? non-dairy something based something. beverages. Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> call them shakes. Huh? Shakes. You don't, don't know, know what you're getting. Don't know what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> And then they have to. Uh, I like when he goes to get out of the booth. He can't get out of the booth, and they stab it, and it deflates. <laughs> like, 
okay. <laughs> it's so random. It's, it's so funny. random. It's like, okay. So then we end up uh, getting to see, I think for the first time, really, Bumblebee Man, which I, I love this scene. Oh, his at home? Story. Yeah, Bumblebee yeah. Man goes to his home from work, which is just funny because we only ever know him as Bumblebee Man, <laughs> but he's just going home and he's like a normal dude and that's his job. And so he's telling his wife, you know, he kisses his wife. He's got a little chihuahua that's barking. He tells her about his day and we see his antics at work as he's telling her about him. But the best part to me about this is none of it's subtitled in English or in English. It's all in Spanish. It's all in Spanish, but it's pretty basic Spanish. You can understand what you can tell what he's talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, you can tell what he's talking about. But, but it is funny to me just that they didn't even bother. And like watching it with subtitles right now, the subtitles are Spanish. Yes, <laughs> like they don't even like put it in English. They don't even put it. It's it's really great. It's just funny. it's really great. And I love that his home life is exactly like his work life. Yeah. So we end up seeing the the like oranges his, his crazy bonk show. him on the head. He jumps up onto the chandelier. Gets flung up onto the chandelier. Then like. <laughs> it's pretty funny it's good stuff i I like that scene because it just kind of you know life imitating art or whatever sort of a thing it's really it's it's funny there's not a whole lot to say about it but yeah it's straightforward but then we see uh snake and lil bandit driving by and wiggum is crossing the street saying donuts I got donuts. <laughs> donuts. And Snake is donuts. wearing a shirt that's Middlebury. Middlebury, which I guess is a real college. So that's they threw that in there. It's an inside joke. That's so that's where he's paying off his school loans from. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny. I never noticed that. I never did either. But yeah, Wiggum had said the other funny thing to me that I caught <laughs> on a repeat viewing was when they were leaving the Krusty Burger in Wiggum's last scene, he said, yeah. I need some donuts. <laughs> like, that's when he goes to leave. Oh, yeah. And now he's right. crossing he's like, the street. Give me going, out, guys. Donuts. Yeah. I got donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I love that. It's like, Get me out, Lou. Uh, I, hey, I know you. He's like, yeah, I know you. <laughs> it's a snake. <laughs> and then he gets run over and he's like, wait, we got to swap insurance. But Snake, like after he hits Wiggum, runs over the mailbox and the mailbox brings forth like letters like a fire hydrant would spring forth water right like as if snake had run over it's a fire really hydrant it's really great and kids come running gag. around yeah and they're like yay <laughs> they're playing in the letters it's so good it's it's, it's a funny gag so they uh they end up like fighting and getting in a whole argument that you know like f- fighting on the street just rolling around and stuff and they roll into Herman's place the military place and uh he's like um little bandit <laughs> well he's he's like looks like the spider caught himself a couple of flies oh, and he's holding no. them at gunpoint now and I guess this is another Pulp Fiction reference. Uh, must have been popular that year. That is the year. Anyway. They make, on the commentary, they make fun of the writer who wrote those scenes. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, good job. Because they should. Real, <laughs> real, real original. Yeah. Kind of lame. My opinion. Pretty low for The Simpsons. Anyway. <laughs> Next. Uh, it's, it's. I, I the it Simpsons good. reference a lot of, like, movies they and do, TV shows They do, they do. But I just. And uh, pop culture. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was kind of lame. It's not for, great. For Simpsons gag, though. It's not great. Um, <laughs> it, compared to the other stuff that's in this, it's not great. So next we see uh, Reverend Lovejoy walking his dog. He starts pooping on Ned's lawn. He, like, kind of scolds the dog, but then he tells him, don't stop the music. <laughs> and just, like, like he wants him to take a poop on the lawn. It's so strange. <laughs> but then Ned says, gotta go get the snow shovel from Homer. Because, you know, Homer's always borrowing everything. Why are you scooping up <laughs> with dog a snow poop shovel. with a snow shovel? <laughs> it's funny. It's and so why weird. not just a regular shovel? A snow yeah, shovel. a snow shovel. <laughs> it's so specific. But he's well, a, that also implies that it's like a lot of poop because it's, it's like, giant. you know, mm-hmm. snow shovels are wider. <laughs> it's funny. 
But then he happens to be walking by and just looks in the Simpsons window and just... Maybe juice the old-fashioned way. (laughs) Yeah, because they're still trying to get the gum out of Lisa's hair. So there's a whole conversation Uh, about it. Ned suggests using ice to freeze it and break it out with a hammer, which doesn't work and only smashes more hair into it. (laughs) Oil, lemon juice. there. Yeah. And uh, I believe this was only like the second or third time we see the Capital City goofball. It is. Yeah. It is. And he never talks. He only honks the horn. But I love that he like comes in and just honks the horn for like no reason for no reason he's just like but that's the whole reason but everybody like comes in that's i love this because it's like when you're having an embarrassing moment in public uh you know when you're a little kid or something and it feels like that's what it feels like everybody everybody knows knows about it it. everybody (laughs) saw saw what happened and i love that that's actually what's happening because you know it's the simpsons so it's like waking up with you know i'm at school with no pants on i love that (laughs) like there's the scene where ned is like pounding like ice into lisa's hair and he's just like his face when he's pounding that ice on there it's just crazy and he's like well i seem to push more hair into it oh well that's literally what he says that's the dialogue he's like yeah well it's it's like not my hair no he's like "Eh, i tried The, the next little skit, I think, oh, is one of the best ones. I think this, this is... one might be my favorite. I'm going to keep saying this until the end, by the Cletus way. Cletus <laughs> the Slack-Jawed Yokel. Some folks will never eat a skunk, but then again, some folks like Cletus <laughs> the Slack-Jawed Yokel. When I just watched rewatched this for the episode the other day, I ended up watching it twice last week, but uh, when I just rewatched it, I had that song stuck in my head for like three days. Like, I'm it's in the shower, and it's just like playing in my head. I'm like, God, then again, some folks <laughs> Some folks but, will never lose a time. It's a great theme song, and what I one of the quick things I love. There's yeah. several things about it, but the first thing right off the bat that's kind of subtle in a way uh-huh. is Cletus sticks his head through the title card because his head's supposed to be in it, and he goes, "What's going on over on this side?" Yeah, <laughs> like, I've what? done that before when I peek my head through like a door. I'm like, what's going on on this side? That's so funny. <laughs> it's subtle and it's a dumb joke, but it's so funny. It's so good because back in like the 80s, 90s, 70s, 60s, even like yes. they, they did title cards like that where they'd have like people like behind like a thing you know with their heads yeah and then but he just like breaks that wall by sticking his head through it what's going on on this side <laughs> that's what he was i love it because and they said that when you watch uh, hank azaria do the voice for this he says yeah. it's hilarious because he like transforms gets his body character. physically and just like gets into it and he's I like i can see that yeah. well, we're on over here <laughs> and then uh so he he goes to give brandine some boots <laughs> to wear for her job interview and she says nope. she doesn't want to scup up scuff up the topless dancing runway <laughs> so put him back where you found him so he climbs back up the, the telephone pole and tosses him back up you on best the pole. bring him where from where you got him yeah. <laughs> and then he looks around I, I love that he just stands there and looks around on the pole for a minute while the theme music's playing yeah and then he just suddenly goes you know i could call my mama i'm up here and then he's like mom get off the dang roof <laughs> <laughs> it's like what Oh, oh yeah, I think that's probably the that's best great. one. That's it's so good, hilarious. and that song is great. Like you said, it it's, it gets it's, stuck in your head. It gets stuck in your head. Well, so mine it does. It, for me too. <laughs> okay. I was singing it, and my wife's like, "What are you? What are you singing?" I'm like, "Clay, it's like an uncle. Come on, you don't know. Get on board. Hambo. No." <laughs> <laughs> So then we end up cutting to the Android's dungeon with a comic book guy. Yeah. And he's on the phone, which is our lead in from the phone line there. Uh, Milhouse comes in having to pee really bad, but he can't use the restrooms unless he buys something. So he ends up buying a Hamburg- Hamburglar adventure comic where like, a child has already solved the jumbo. Well, because <laughs> the I'm a boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I'm a Bond fan, I, I love, figured you'd talk about that. I'm sorry. No, I have it's funny. to bring it up. He's yeah. like, it's a rare photo of Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore. And I was like, that is totally <laughs> something funny. they'd have in a local comic book shop. Something weird like that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yep. And then so, but then Kirk, you know, Milhouse's dad walks in, sees him buying something. And he's like, I thought you just had to go to the bathroom. And here I find you buying comic books. <laughs> he's like, no. He, when he says no, when he's getting dragged out, is like the best, like, no. Well, I've and ever comic heard. book guy just, our transaction here is complete. <laughs> Just like he, he, may <laughs> yes, he, he may take the boy. He like a robot. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. And then we end up cutting back to Herman's place again, the military place with uh, Wiggum and Snake are tied up in chairs. They're like bound and gagged. And uh, Milhouse, you know, needs to use the bathroom. And he's like, please say yes. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. And then Kirk's a... like pretending like he doesn't see what's going on. It's even if you've never seen Pulp Fiction, like, you know where this is going. If in reference to Pulp Fiction, but even if you haven't, you're just like, what? is happening why are there <laughs> ball gags in their mouth it's so weird and then Milhouse comes out with like with armor yeah. and a mace yeah like a flail mace thing and he's spinning it around can we get this and he knocks Herman out and <laughs> oh, he's like oh sorry mister <laughs> and then, so Wiggum gets away like hopping away in his chair Lisa passes him going to the barber to get her hair styled oh. to get the gum out she gets laughed at by Nelson but I, I like her little line here that I look like a real person <laughs> well she does I, I have in my notes I'm like I like Lisa's hair like that. I like it better than the starfish hair that she's got. Yeah, <laughs> and but I, she just like sighs and just pulls her hat over her hair. Yeah. Well, it, it, I thought that was a brilliant little thing because remember, like as a kid, you do something and you think you look good or something like that, and then like I don't know, real world hits and people are like, "What'd you do? Like, why'd you get that or something?" Because you know, kids, like, are, kids are mean, and you're like, "Oh, sorry." You got no confidence as a kid. Yeah, you have but, no confidence. But you're at all. confident. You you'll build yourself up, and then you'll just get crushed in that instant, and you're like, "Oh, dang." It. Exactly. That's exactly. What I, like. I this like kind of like. I love the Simpsons because it's like you you harken back to like when you're a kid and you're like yeah you did feel like that I forgot that you know because you're as an adult you've grown past that and you're just like you like that doesn't affect you as much but you're like I, I was like but that then the other kid. brilliant piece to that yeah. is as an adult you don't care because whatever it's just somebody else having a bad day that laughed at you or something right. like that which is great because Nelson's the one who laughs at her and makes her self conscious and then we just see it, it focuses on Nelson and stays yeah. with him and he's just laughing at everybody oh he's just laughing at everybody it had nothing to do with her but and her I- haircut. He might not have even noticed her haircut. He was just laughing. Oh no, at her. he just does that. He just does it all the time. <laughs> I just love that. But because that was happening to Lisa, she felt like it was happening to her. Exactly. She was all self conscious. I love that the barber is like, if you keep squirming, there's going to be a little bald girl with no lollipop. Yes. <laughs> he had to cut the hair out, and she had this big bald spot. So, it was really good. So then the the. One of my other favorite ones from this that we quote all the time was Nelson laughs at this tall guy that drives by in a small car. Oh, the yeah. guy gets out. So and Nelson's like, "Crap!" and goes running away. Oh, he's like, "Oh, crud!" And then the guy like comes chasing after him, and he's like, he picks him up, and he's like, "Do you find something comical about my appearance while I am driving my automobile?" <laughs> and he just talks off. Funny. He, he talks like a. What did they say? Tippy Turtle or something like that yeah. in the commentary? He, he, it's in reference to something. Yeah, well, and I guess they were making Not fun Tippy of... Not Tippy Turtle, but... Um, they were making fun of one of their writers or something. Yes. With, with that character Yeah, with that something. character. Yeah. There was a really tall guy. Yeah. And they just called him the tall man. <laughs> so, so, but then that guy ends up, if you've seen it, makes him... Uh, he pulls Nelson's pants down. He's Which like, hey, everybody. weird when you think about it, because he's an adult, and he just pulled oh, the yeah. kid's pants down and made him walk it's down hila- the center of the street. It's hilarious in this, but it's totally inappropriate it's for real. Totally inappropriate. I was like, wow. I was like, watching this 
as an adult, I'm like, that's highly inappropriate. <laughs> but it's funny because it's innocent. It's funny because it's, it's the Simpsons and weird stuff happens all the time. So, But yeah, and then he like makes him march down the road. Now blow the people kisses with his pants down. <laughs> Wave at them. Wave at now them. Now let's all laugh off them. He's like crying and like <laughs> and blowing kisses. It was funny. Anyway, that's I, I love that. I think that's great. Oh, it's good. The, so as he's walking, we cut back. It circles back to the beginning. Yep. And they say there's a, uh, you know, Barton Nelson or squirting stuff down or Barton Millhouse or squirting stuff off the overpass again down, down onto Nelson, Nelson now. Nelson. Yeah. And he says, I guess there's just not enough time to hear him. All. <laughs> and uh, the other one that I absolutely love is Frank. Coming yes. In, Professor Frank. So he comes rushing into the scene with a sign that says the tomfoolery of Professor John Frank. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there's trouble at the lab with the exploding and the crying. And one of the monkeys stole the glasses right off my head. Professor Frank, Professor Frank, and make a laugh and make a think and run with a blazing. <laughs> he's got like some some like half-hearted song that he's made up. It's so good. He, d- he knows he's done because the credits are rolling. The credits over are him rolling over him, and he just says, "Ah, oh, that monkey is going to pay." <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh man, that poor monkey." No. <laughs> but uh, oh, I I'm I surprised that, that they never made a sequel to this where they did another one or like yeah. come back to the well, ones that tw- they cut. Twenty-two more short. Yeah, films twenty-two about. more. Yeah. Uh, short films about it well so. i don't know if you saw in the commentary or anything because i didn't watch it but appara- uh-huh. apparently this was supposed to spark a whole spin-off there was going to be another series called either uh stories of springfield that. or something like that yeah and where, they were going to focus on side characters they were like going to focus this. on side yeah. characters they weren't really going to f- if like one of the simpsons characters happened to be in it yeah like they essentially would be the side characters yeah. or whatever and matt greening talked about that with david cohen who's one of the writers who also is one of the creators of futurama yeah who was oh. also a writer on the simpsons so pretty interesting to hear about that i was like i'd watch it <laughs> yeah yeah which matt greening has a new thing coming out on netflix pretty i saw soon. yeah it's like a fantasy thing yep so it looked uh, very futurama like as Except far as for the, fantasy, dra- the drawing style. Yeah, drawing style. Yeah, that's all, probably, the humor style is probably that's similar to, but it's yeah. like fantasy stuff. So anyway. I like fantasy stuff, so yeah. I'll watch it. I like I like Futurama and I no, like Simpsons. So. The humor has been great through all of these. It really has. All, all of his projects. You yeah. Know? Um, they've always been great, so I, I it definitely clicks with me. Yeah, yeah see, we did this on purpose. <laughs> so... <laughs> But anyway, yeah, that's, I mean, that's all I got to say about this. It's pretty sim- straightforward humor. I, it's hilarious. This one has a lot of quotable things that I know both of us use oh, in our man. daily we life. We use it all the time. Anything and else you learned from the commentary or anything you want to talk about? Well, just that they said there was a lot of deleted scenes, but there really was only just the one. And it was just the Apu song intro like they have for some. It's not for all the stories, but just for some of the stories, like the one with uh, Skinner and, and stuff like that and Cletus. But they said there were other skits. There was one with Marge. I think there was one with a, a couple of other characters that, that they didn't mention or whatever. But there really wasn't one with Homer, except for the one with Maggie. But like that was really short compared to the, some of the other That ones. was short and honestly not one of the stronger stories. I can't say like pieces of it weren't funny, but overall that one could have been cut and it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, not really. It was pretty funny. I mean, I hate I, to say that because it's Simpsons, so they're always funny. But it's just like... Eh. Yeah, they could have cut one that one and added a different right. one that was a little bit more creative. But yeah, the way they came up with this is that Ned Flanders had an episode like a like a part like in the fourth season a lot of the episodes ran short and i can't remember i meant to look it up but in the fourth season there was an episode it goes uh some something loves something geese love gander everybody else loves ned flanders and yeah. then homer pops out and goes not me and he goes everybody counts loves ned flanders <laughs> so that happened at the end of the fourth season this is clearly the seventh season but that after that and it's just at the end they wanted to do they, they just like needed it. to add a little yeah. time to something 
And so after doing that, that's where they came up. And that's why all these, uh, not all of the stories, but a lot of the stories have little songs on them. It's because that inspired that episode. And so they took all the characters and put them in a hat and drew, everybody wrote down like what one, the top three that they wanted to do a story on. Yeah. They put them in the hat. Everybody picked huh. out of the hat to do a story. And that's how that's pretty all the different writers got to write. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So usually people got something to write about and they just basically took the best ones. That's funny. To put them in there. You know, the only other thing I did remember since you're talking about like uh-huh. inf- influence and things like that was this episode. They they claim uh, influenced the uh, Futurama episode yeah. uh, for the 300 big boys. 300 big boys. Yep. I got that yep. in here. They, oh, okay. They actually right. mention it. Oh, did they? Okay. Well, See, David, I didn't watch the commentary. Well, David Cohen's one of the uh, writers for this episode. And yeah. of course, you know, he created Futurama and was a writer for Futurama. Right. And so he specifically, he and Matt Groening specifically mentioned that in okay. the commentary. All so right. I was, that was my literally my next note. No, okay. All right. Sorry. You're on that. it, buddy. Sorry. But that's it. Hey, <laughs> yeah. do you guys like The Simpsons? I hope you guys do. Hit us up on Twitter at SuperMovieBall and email us at SuperMovieBall at Gmail. Yeah. Tell us what other episodes we should cover, uh, Simpsons related or not Simpsons related. We'd like to do like a more of those. I think we'd like to do a few more of these, right, Peter? Yeah, definitely. This is really good. It's a really quick one. Yeah. You guys can check out. Hope your day's going good. Hope your week's going good. Um, Have fun. I love donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. And gals. And, and Simpsons fans. That monkey's going to pay. <laughs> these little glasses off my head. Yeah. You should check out these other podcasts. They're pretty cool. Do you like bacon? Sure you do. Do you like Kevin Bacon? Of course. Who doesn't? Well, now you can have both, sort of, with Cinema Slop using a copyrighted process known as Backward Baconing. No, they don't go from tail to snout. They start with the porkmeister himself, Kevin Bacon, and the 1990s classic film Trimmers. From there, they gingerly process the film through what some have nicknamed the movie Bone Cruncher. Then, after the screams have died down, a favorite character or actor is chosen and a movie is selected from a very choice catalogue. Meet up with John and Jason on their filthy but funny journey as these two pork butts show you movie lovers what's what. Seven up some slop. You can find Cinema Slop wherever podcasts are sold. What have we here? My name is Chorb, and hey, you are the administrator of Cloud City. What are you doing here? You know me. Always gotta have a few side hustles. And what can I do for you, my little friend? I am in search of a pod which contains a cast. Chorb, my friend, we can definitely accommodate you. We have some select pod races, too, if you're in the market. No. No, thank you. We have all types of uh, podcasts here. A Star Wars podcast. Oh, I have just the thing. Here you go. Grand Moth Talkin'. It's a piece of junk. You know what? That podcast saved my life quite a few times. Best Star Wars podcast in the galaxy. Oh, yeah? What's so great about it? Have a seat in that fine chillax chair, and we'll talk it over. Hmm. 
most comfortable. This is Grandma Tuck. It's a fine, delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally and much-beloved Star Wars saga. It's handcrafted and tailored to the modern fanatic, such as yourself. <laughs> Brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet oh-so-soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jasmine, Jake, and the one they call Isaac. Wise Art, I will take it. I accept your proposition. You don't by chance have a relative by the name of Porp, do you? Yes. <laughs> I thought you might. What leads you down this line of inquisition? I think I've seen him in here a few times. Yes. It was a pleasure doing business with you. Safe travels, Jorb. I commend you. And what about you? You listening, Chewbacca? <laughs> you said that right, old friend. That last episode was a doozy.